Yo, sometimes life calls for a change. Not fake, just different. It'll show you a different way. And right now, I'm on to my different way. I can promise you this is the same span, but the reporting is over. I'd like to welcome you to the Mr. Span Official Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to episode one, episode one of the Mr. Span official podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Span, and uh, I am joined by my sister, my friend, Cook Simmons of the Highly Inappropriate Podcast, hosted by Cook Simmons. Say what's up to the people, fam. Mazel tov. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year's to everybody. Happy uh, good times and, 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 and good mental spaces. Is that we? That's what we cheers to today. As a matter of fact, let me uh. Mm. Pinkies up, nigga. Pinkies up. <laughs> All right. But uh, yo, so I'm a little bit out of practice. It's been a while since the last time y'all have seen or heard from me on this microphone, man. And there are some some legitimate reasons for that. Not I'm gonna get into some of it. Not all of it, cause some of it ain't none of y'all damn business. But uh, yo, man, it's it's it feels good though. It feels good to be in a space where I could even be on this mic, because there was a time where I was in a space where I couldn't even be on this mic, and so um, to be here right now talking to y'all, y'all man, this feels good, man. This feels good, and so um, I I like I, I first things first things I want to do like before we get anything going is everybody who has reached out to me, whether that be via like a Facebook message, whether that was like a DM, you know, an email, a phone call, trying to find out like your span, your eye, is you good? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Because uh, there were times where I wasn't. There were times where I really wasn't. And uh, like I said, I couldn't be on his mic like I wanted to. And so uh, for everybody who wasn't just trying to be nosy, because some motherfuckers just be nosy, but <laughs> but for everybody who wasn't trying to be nosy, but was really reaching out to find out your span. I, I'm seeing some of the shit you posting online, bro. Is everything all right? Is you cool? I appreciate y'all. I love y'all for real. And uh, I mean that from the bottom of my motherfucking heart, man, for real. It's a lot of people in this podcasting space that have reached out to me on some genuine, yo, man, I just want to see if you're all right shit. And I appreciate y'all. I love and respect y'all. Thank you so much for reaching out, man. Real talk. And one of those people whom I've had the opportunity over the course of this time to kind of, you know, chop it up with and speak with is my sister Cook here. Right. Um, we done had some real good conversations, man. <laughs> we didn't we, we done been through it over the course of uh, of the year. And um, I want to say thank you for first and foremost to you because you were the one 
You really were the one who set me on the path of like, yo, Spanny, you sure you got everything together? You sure you got it ever right? You sure you got that right? And it was at a small, con- like, like, I don't know if, you, I, I've told you this before, but that conversation where we had, that we had where I'm thinking like, no, nah, I'm thinking I got everything together and I really didn't. But, and that set me on the path to like, yo, trying to figure out a way to better who the fuck I am. To better who the fuck I am. So tonight's episode is called Know Thyself because I didn't know myself as much as I thought I did. I really didn't. And so we're going to kind of delve into the whole thing about um, mental health, um, learning your blind spots, um, being mindful of how your behavior affects those around you, and also learning your limitations because um, there were some things that like I found out about myself over the course of the last few months, man, that I, I was completely oblivious to. And um, I've posted this online before where I said, you don't know what you don't know, but also sometimes life's got to smack you in the motherfucking face to show you where you fucking up. And so, um, yeah, man, um, I want to thank you too, sis. Really, really. I want to thank you because those conversations that we didn't had, yo, and put they help they put they help get us where we are here today. So yo, Cook is one of the reasons why y'all getting Miss Span official tonight. So, <laughs> y'all better get, send that sister some thanks. <laughs> no, I believe in you as a nigga. I believe in you. So indeed, you know, it was just I've I've been down that road. I'm you know at forty four. I who. As I'm walking down this road, who knows what's going to happen on the road from 44 to 45. Mm, Yeah. And um, it's good to have people in your corner who are going to just be like, hey, man, like, look, it's okay if if everything isn't, you know, the way it's supposed to be. But it can't, you know, you can work on it. But like I said, as a nigga, I believe in you. I really do. I wouldn't waste no time on you if I didn't. I appreciate that. And because, uh, you know, like I said, the, when you're going through shit, oftentimes, man, you really don't know who you can really talk to, who's really in your corner, who's really like just trying to find out some shit so they can go talk about your shit with somebody else. Uh, you really don't really know, man. And so you find yourself like, yo, who the fuck do I talk to? Do I talk to family? Sometimes family messy. Do I talk to this person? Well, I don't really know that motherfucker like that, you know? <laughs> so, so you find yourself like, yo, man, how do I, how do I get these things, these things that I'm feeling? How do I get these things up off of my back? Because I can't carry this shit no more. Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, there was some, uh, there was some, some, some really big realizations that I had about myself. Um, and how I was out here, how I was out here being, man. So I'm going to just tell y'all this here right now, man. Um, like for anybody who's been listening to this podcast for any length of time, um, especially over the last, I don't know, I want to say maybe the last five years at least. Um, I've been real hard on brothers, right? And part of the reason why I've been real hard on brothers is because in many of the same way, I was, I was like so many of those niggas. At a, at a certain point in my life, right? I was I was so much like that. Uh, whether it was you know a bit of misogyny, whether it was a bit of uh, homophobia, 
whether it was a bit of, um, you know, relig- religious zealotry, you know, all sorts of shit, man. And over the course of the time that I've been on this mic, man, I've, be, I've been blessed enough to be around people who have expanded my uh, my frame of reference, my frame of thought, gave me uh, opportunities to uh, take in perspectives that I had never been exposed to as I was coming up. And so, like, you, you start learning, like, wait, wait a minute, I, I really don't have this shit figured. Mm-hmm. And what I believe started happening with me is that I kind of settled into this space where I believed I had shit figured out. Right. I got this shit figured. I'm 40. I'm in my forties. I got good credit. I got (laughs) money in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, you know, like I'm, I'm I'm straight. Like it's like money wise. Like I'm, I'm I'm making the kind of money that people talk about that they want to be able to make and stuff like that. Like, yo, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm real. I'm, I'm here. I, I've arrived, right? And and being in that space of believing that I've arrived, I started smelling my own shit. I started being some of the things that I was talking about, especially with the way that like dudes behave. I started becoming that to the people around me, the people that were like the closest to me, my wife, my daughter, my like my my, my family. I started becoming some of those things not really aware of that was what I was doing. And that's the fucked up part about it is that I wasn't aware of how I was behaving was affecting those closest to me. And it like, it took me like going through some rounds of therapy with my therapist. Shout out to Jeffrey. Cause Jeffrey's a real dope therapist. Motherfucker saved my life. I ain't going to even lie to you <laughs> for real because Jeffrey gave it to me real. Jeffrey was one of those. It wasn't one of those like Jeffrey was like, yo, you're not a victim in this. You're really not. And once you figure out that you're not a victim in your circumstances right now, then you can start doing the real work of rebuilding who you are. And um, yo, man, like. I, I, at some point, I want to get Jeffrey on the, on the show. <laughs> I want to get Jeffrey on the show, but um, like real talk, Jeffrey really kind of like finding a therapist. That's the other part. Finding a therapist that really spoke to who I was and who I could be was the hardest part in some of my journey. Because uh, and I, I we, we we talked a little bit about this. Uh, cook where um, I remember I was I was I was in a real 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 dark space mm-hmm. earlier this year like around July August real dark space and I didn't really feel like I could talk to anybody about it so you know we get these ads on our podcast you know a lot of your podcasters are talking about talk space and better help and all this other shit right so I tried them motherfuckers. <laughs> I did. That was like, I, I tried them. I'm like, I got on better help. I got on talk space. And the first thing that I was, the first obstacle that I was finding with, you know, with trying to, uh, you know, get to a therapist was first of all, finding a therapist that I thought I could relate to. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, so at first I was looking, it's, it's funny. I, at first I was looking, you know, I was looking for an older black woman, <laughs> right? I feel like 
maybe I'm looking for some like my mama to give me some advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, boy, you out here fucking up. <laughs> you know? So my, like I felt like maybe that's what I needed. Like maybe like, I'm gonna talk to an older black lady, older black lady gonna give me, you know. And um first of all, it was hard as hell to find one. And and second of all, like with the way that I was working, um, nobody would like really have the times available when I was like available to talk. Right. So there was that. Then I was like, well, okay, then they had one black male available in my area. Uh, and, uh, at the time that I was available to talk and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned. This nigga wasn't like the hotepiest of hoteps. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, he like, yeah, man. Cause that's how motherfuckers be. And I was like, wait, you the therapist. And I like, no, <laughs> like cause I'm listening to him like nah bro this ain't it this ain't it you know I'm in a fucked up space but I ain't so fucked up where you know I'm gonna be listening to your ass <laughs> you know what I'm saying so there was that and um, then I had another one it was it, it turned out to be like a, a, a older you know Jewish lady no offense to her she just couldn't relate to me culturally you mm-hmm. know I was like nah you, you, you don't get it you know what I'm saying you don't get it and then um, there was another therapist that I was on there with and um, all she wanted to do was like she wanted to give me therapy through text I'm like nah nigga I need to talk to somebody this Texas shit ain't ki- this ain't it like you want to text me no I fuck that get on the phone get on a video chat something I can't do this texting shit I'm I'm, I'm older you know what I, mean? I mean I'm not older to where I can't text but like nah fuck this is annoying because now I'm sitting up here you ain't responded in three minutes like what the fuck <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> So what's happening here? So like for me to be able to find Jeff uh, through my health care, uh, well, shout out to having insurance, man. But for me to be able to find Jeff and um, he's so far from who I thought I would be able to relate to. But Jeff was actually speaking to everything I was going through. He's a young Asian dude. He's a young Asian guy. And at first I was skeptical, like, yo, man, fucking this young Asian guy tell me. He was speaking to every motherfucking thing I was talking about. Like, yo, I'm like, oh shit. And um, being able to find a therapist that I could relate to, that I could talk to, that could like hold me accountable for shit. Um, that's been like the that that was the breakthrough that I needed. That was the mm-hmm. breakthrough that I needed. And so uh a lot of y'all may have saw me posting things about me doing homework like i might be on my 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 front porch or something with my tablet and i got a drink and i might be eating something but i'm doing homework a lot of that was like modules and shit that jeff had me working shit out with i have a mental map now (laughs) y'all like i document my feelings like if i'm having an i have an alarm that goes off every three hours if you've had a negative thought nigga document that shit and understand why you were triggered and what what was it about that that made you feel that way to make me aware of why it is that i'm feeling the way that i am and to be able to diagnose it and like not only just diagnose it but also um, kind of self-medicate, not with medication, not with alcohol or anything else. Like, I mean, we, we, we sip in the night, but you know, like just to be able to identify what's wrong and to address it before it becomes a problem, teaching me how to do that has been amazing. So we're like, now I'm not anxious to talk to anybody. Cause I know how I can 
kind of I can kind of navigate through some things. And I've talked to you about a lot of this stuff here, Cook. But um, yeah, man, uh, I've I, I've I've been in some dark spots, man. I've been in some real dark places, and uh, that's where I, I haven't been on the mic, man. Like that was another thing too. Some of these therapists on Better Health and Talkspace was like, oh, yeah, you do a podcast? That's cool. You should probably get on a podcast. I'm like, nigga, no. <laughs> That's terrible advice. I'm not in the mental space to be on this microphone talking to people about life when my shit is not great right now. Like, I'm, I don't feel in the... Yeah. Like, you know, I like, why would you suggest that to me? And I, then I started wondering about, like, the quality of the fucking therapist. Like, yo, do they... Okay, so I need to go ahead and turn the Bluetooth on, off on this shit. <laughs> but uh, no, like, yo, why would why would y'all be? Why would you think I would be cool with doing that when I'm telling you, like, no, this ain't it? And I'm starting to wonder about the quality of the people that they allow on like apps like Better Health and uh, 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 Talkspace and things like that. I'm and for those of you who have found a good therapist on there, like, by all means, continue to use them. I just know for me, it was a goddamn challenge to find anybody uh, that I could really relate to, that I could talk, that I could talk to, and also put me in a space where I was like, it uh, put me in a space where I was comfortable, but also was holding me accountable to my shit. And that was by uh, uh, first and foremost, that was the, the the biggest thing, holding me accountable to my shit. You know, so yeah, man. It's been a journey. <laughs> it's been a journey. And uh, we've talked, me and, me and Cook have talked about me getting back on this microphone for a few months now. And I'm just now to a point where I feel like, yo, I, I feel comfortable enough. I feel good enough. I feel like uh, I have a, a decent enough handle of shit to where I can get back on this mic and I can talk to y'all about stuff. Yes. And it's interesting because I know whenever I'm going through my moods and then, you know, I talk to you like, you know what, like I wasn't feeling it. Like I have to get on. Like when I do get on, I have to be in the space for it. I have to really be feeling it. And it's real because I've ha I've recorded episodes where I felt like my mood, you know, just kind of took over the, you know, the conversation and I wasn't going to be able to give people my best. Yeah. So that, that is very real and it, it happens, but I'm just glad that you're feeling better. And we got to this point because I was asking like, when are you coming back? Like, Oh, I was getting, a, I was getting a lot of those. <laughs> I, I was getting a lot of those. And like I said, I appreciate everybody who was reaching out and, you know, that was the other part too. Mm. Um, so that kind of leads me into a little bit about why this show is now called the Mr. Span official podcast. Although this is still the span report podcast network, because it ain't just this show it's cook show. And then at some point we might bring beer and chicken back who knows. But, um, one of the things that, uh, one of the things for me is that I, I know this show isn't going to be the exact same way that I was doing this pair report. So I know some of y'all might be looking for segments like, you know, uh, blue blazes and proud to be an American and stuff like that. And I don't know if I'm gonna be doing those segments anymore. <clears throat> um, I don't know if, um, 
you know, champ of the week was a thing and, and ass hat of the week, you know, those sorts of things. The special hotep unit was a good one. You know, I <laughs> was going back down memory lane about, you know, Sarah Suit and Seti and, and Umar Johnson and shit like that. But uh, no, I'm just, uh, I feel like one of the things that for me was uh, like, yo, my life is just in a different spot where I don't know how much of it I can give the network thing right mm -hmm. so when i first started the network thing i i'll I tell y'all when that shit started that was at negro kind back in dc and i want to say that was uh 2017 yeah because that was my 37th birthday that was my 37th birthday we were all in dc for negro con <clears throat> and i remember having a conversation with uh with Aaron from the, the black astronauts. And he was like, yo, Spam, man, why you ain't got like a network set up yet, man? Like, and I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, why don't I have a network set up? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then people were like, yeah, man, you should do that. And I'm like, they put that battery in my back. And I'm like, yo, um, I do want to have a space where people can listen to, you know, they can come to the Spam report, but also get other voices that it's not just mine. And so, you know, I was like, yo, I reached out to like a few of my homies that was like talking about they wanted to get into podcasting and shit. And, you know, some of them weren't as serious as they thought they were, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They weren't as serious as they thought they were when I told them what they was, you know, what was required of them in order to do this podcast and shit. And I hit the ground running with my man, Walt and my man, Cliff, and we did the beer and chicken joint. Right. And then, you know, we had that, um, we had that, uh, that unfortunate, uh, spot where we had the black, white and yellowish, uh, podcast, with uh with my man's uh Ardell and two of his military buddies and that didn't go well. That was a learning that was a learning experience for me. You know, like, hey man, like nah. I mean and niggas like, yo, Spain, what the fuck is this, nigga? Like <laughs> the, the fuck is this, nigga? But um so that didn't go well. But like like, you know, we brought uh Cook on, man, and Cook is, you know, like I said, I told Cook from the from the gate, like I just think you dope, man. Like you should, you know, I would love to have your voice on the network. And um like she's like and like I said, like with me and Cook now is like, yo, man, I look Cook is like a sister to me. You know what I'm saying? So um damn, I done ran all it all through that too. I don't forgot where the fuck I was going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, this is the start of your new the new um name oh, oh, oh yeah. So um you know the the whole like the spam report thing was yo, I I don't know how much y'all know how much went into doing the span report and it just being me. Right. So you got to understand, like more often than not, I work 12 to 14 hour days during the week, 12 to 14 hours, some, you know, most days. And then, you know, during that time, I'm like, you know, during the week, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm I'm watching television shows. I'm formulating my opinions about certain shit during the week and everything else. And then I'm thinking about how I'm going to present this on the show uh, come Saturday or Sunday or whenever, whatever weekend day that I'm going to be doing the show. Right. Mm -hmm. And. At the same time, like I'm taking time that I would normally be spending with my wife and my daughter or, or, or with family. I'm doing the show. I'm getting prepped to do the show. So my family might get one day out of the week with me. Right. And it's not that I don't love y'all because I do. I love my family a lot, a hell of a lot more, though. And what was happening was I was prioritizing the show, like certain conversations that even I would have with my wife. I'd be like, yo, man, this would be really good for the podcast. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> this would be really good for the podcast. And my wife is looking at me like, nigga, what? <laughs> the podcast, nigga, fuck that podcast right now. Like we 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 talking, you know? And um so uh the reason why this is Mr. Span official as opposed to the Span Report is because like, yo, I'm not gonna be doing this show the exact same way I did the Span Report. These episodes might not necessarily be as long as the Span Report used to be. Those were some marathon ass episodes. I don't know if any of y'all who were listening to those episodes could hear it towards like hour two and a half and I'm on that bitch by myself. I was tired, y'all. <laughs> I was tired. So um no, like this this just represents a uh, Mrs. Span official. It just it, it's the same guy. I'm just on something a little bit different. We're gonna be doing things a little bit different, and so um, I hope that y'all resonate with Mrs. Span official in the ways that y'all resonated with uh, the Span report. But this is what it's gonna be from you know going forward. You know, like maybe you get a 15 minute podcast maybe you get a half hour podcast maybe you get an hour but i'm i'm not doing two and a half hour podcast unless i got mm-hmm. guests on anymore you know what i'm saying and that's when the conversation is flowing and you don't want to kill the conversation before the conversation has run its course but um yeah man so mr span official is what it's going to be going forward and uh i hope to be a hell of a lot more consistent because now like it might be one topic we talk about as opposed to like, yo, I got to have at least seven because I got these segments to fill. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yo, man, I, I appreciate, uh, like I said, everybody who, who who's reaching out and was like, yo, Span, like, where the fuck you at, man? Like, when we going to get, you know, I, I, like, I heard y'all. Trust me, I heard y'all. But I had to get me and myself right first before I can get back to y'all. So uh, thank you for your patience and everything. Real talk. But, um. Yeah, I think we got some of that, that some of that shit out the way. Yeah. I think we got that out the way. Yeah. So let's see what the chat room here talking about. Let's see what they talking about. Um, let's see Stephanie in the motherfucking building. Shout out to Stephanie, man. I love her. Hey, in the motherfucker. What, what what we sipping? I am. Um. Okay. So we got a plethora of things over here, Stephanie. Hold on. Uh, this here is uh, I got some Crown Royal salted caramel, and then I got. You know, there's a bottle there, but then I got some Stella, and then I had some other shit here. What's this? I didn't finish this one. This one here is called uh, Bell's Quite Bright. This is an amber ale here, made out of Michigan. But uh, so I'm I'm okay over here. I'm, I've been I've been sipping. I've been sipping. <laughs> what about you, sis? What you got over there? I have some Shiraz. I've got a glass of wine. So I've got the Shiraz. I love a good dry um, dry red. So that's what I'm doing. And hey, Stephanie. Hey, Annette. Hey, hey William. Oh, we, got, we, we got people in the building. Let me go in here and pull everybody out. Yo, Annette, how you doing, sis? Appreciate you coming through to come check out the Mr. Span official podcast now. I hope you stay and, uh, and, 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 and fuck with us in the way that we do things. Um, let's see. Who else we got in here? John Paul said, yes, sir. Feelings are a window into what's going on into our soul. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, man. Our eyes are too. You know, I I see what you're doing, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing, nigga. Oh man, William Chambers is the hotel unit. The hotel unit segment was hilarious. Hey man, like I here's the thing, right? It doesn't mean that those things can't come up. It just means I can't dedicate. You know, like I I, I it got to be what we're gonna be doing now is gonna be more organic because before I had to plan a lot of that shit. Now I just be like, yo, if it comes up, oh, this is what's happening. 
boom, I might just do an episode right then and there. Like, oh, y'all seen this shit and, and get to talking about it as opposed to like, like I got to wait till Saturday to talk about this. Now, nah, y'all might get that boy on a Wednesday. Who knows? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who knows? You know, but we gonna we gonna we gonna try to ride that out in that way, man. Uh, Stephanie's also she says a child that is so super weird. My therapist did not encourage me to podcast through my grief. Man, listen, I've had three, three of them. Once I mentioned that I did podcasting, suggested I get back on the mic. No, the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, and like, like I said, if you found yourself a good therapist on Talkspace or BetterHelp, by all means, continue to use them. But the experience that I had with those services left a hell of a lot to be desired. A hell of a lot to be desired. Like I, I wouldn't suggest like you, you can't come to me for a recommendation. And if I ever do some sponsorships, they won't be one of them. Neither <laughs> one of them motherfuckers. Oh yeah. You got definitely finding the therapist that's right for you is a process and you may have to go through two or three before you find that right one. So there's, you know, no wrong way to find one. You just have to really kind of work through it. Mm -hmm. um, some people can find one on the first try. Yeah. But I think on average, it takes maybe about two to three tries before you find someone, you know, that's really going to really going to understand or meet your needs. Like I went through a, a few myself um, when I was looking for a therapist. And it's interesting. I have this guy now. <sighs> going to have to give him the chop. I see it coming. You see it coming? But I see it coming, but it's okay. I mean, he tries. He mm -hmm. tries. Mm -hmm. He really does. But like when I did do the Zoom call with him, I had my bonnet on, you know, and those things matter. Right. When I'm, you know, I need to be comfortable. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't say anything about it, but I know he wanted to ask. And I was like, sweetie. <laughs> you was, was you going to do him like you did uh, boat last time he was on here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, well, no, it ain't his business, though. I hear that, man. <laughs> I hear that. Let's see. We got some more co comments here in the chat. Uh, Duke Mensah says, uh, "Glad to hear you back and refocus, man. Don't let online stuff overtake what's real." Yo, that's real. And hey, check check this out. Y'all heard that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm about to go back into some of my old span shit. Um, <laughs> that was an iMessage coming through on his Android phone here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Does it? Uh, can we talk about this this iPhone versus Droid? Go ahead. We, 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 we got it. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, find, it doesn't I, matter. I find iPhone people to be so pretentious when they do that. Like, look, yeah, you got an iPhone, but I like my Droid. I like my Droid just fine. It does what I needed to do, and it gets me where I'm going. Listen, sis, I think I might have mentioned this to you on the show at one point because you know <laughs> I, I I tease the iPhone folks all the time, right? I tell y'all they have to pay me to use an iPhone because my job gives me one to use for work. If it wasn't for my job, I would not be dealing with that damn phone. However, <laughs> however. My wife uses an iPhone. My daughter uses an iPhone. My in-laws use iPhones. A lot of my family use iPhones. I am that one family member. I am that one that'd be like, man, nah, fuck that. I don't want no iPhone. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And um, 
when I figured out that I can, you know, one of the reasons why a lot of I, I, iPhone users don't really like, you know, Android is because of the uh, the messaging situation, right? Mm. This is their biggest gripe is it's the messaging. Like, yo, you know, you put Android people in an iPhone, you know, in a group chat and they fuck up the whole group chat, this, that, and the other, and they bubbles is green, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, all right, I mean, you know, I'm on the Android, so I can make my, my text whatever the fuck color I want to, but you know, you do you. Um, but once I figured out how to like make I you know iMessages work on my Android phone, it was okay, so that was the one thing that y'all kept complaining about. Y'all don't have that to complain about no more. You know? Do use what you want to use. Use what you want to use, but like I'm I'm gonna be real with you. A lot of the like the iPhone users been snob, so I be like snobby on the on the other end. <laughs> like I just be giving that I be, I be giving that same energy back to them. I'm I'm working through my shit. I just told y'all I was in therapy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working through my shit, but I be giving that same snobby energy. I'm like you, they got to pay me to use an iPhone. Like the fuck wrong. <laughs> yeah, my old job, use my last you- job, gave me an iPhone, and I. Didn't set it up. Yeah, like I'll tell you, it was an, it was it was one other thing that really like really uh, turned me off the iPhones though. And this happened last summer. I was, uh, you know, it's a work phone, so like I don't really sign into it all that often. And uh, I needed to sign in. It was it was a, an application that I needed to download for work, and I didn't remember what the password was because you know how often am I downloading apps to this phone? It's a work phone. Didn't remember the, uh, the, the the password, and um, no, 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 no. That, that's not even the sec. That's not even the first time that happened. The first time, here's what happened. I I used to keep my iPhone in my back pocket at work, and it was hot that day, right? Which means your boy was sweating bad. Now this phone is in my back pocket. Apparently, it's trying to like you know unlock or whatever, and you only get so many times on an iPhone to put in the passcode before that phone locks up, right? Your phone will become disabled. Okay, cool. Phone disabled, yada, yada, yada. I got to wait 10 days to get in this damn phone? 10 whole days. I don't know, but I found these results on search. Come on, Google. I wasn't talking to you right now, baby. Stop that. Come on now. You're making this look bad. But... that was right on time it was right on time but uh no like i like the phone locked up and they told me i could not get into my phone i couldn't even reset the password uh like the 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 pin code none of that shit couldn't do any of that for 10 whole days like fam how the fuck do y'all expect people to be without their phone for 10 whole days and then when i call somebody on the you know i'm like yo this is a work phone I have to like I, I put my time in on this phone. I get paid on this phone. Um, I have to do, you know, I drive uh, utility trucks, and I have to do a uh, what they call a, a DV. Uh, like it's basically like as a CDL driver, you have to fill out a fucking report on your truck every day before you leave and before and, and after you done driving that bitch for the day. My job has decided that we got to do that shit on the phone. So now I can't do my shit on. I'm like, yo, I can't go two whole weeks without being able to work, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. And iPhone like, well, shit, you know, some people waiting uh, 15 days. Some people waiting like, like, that don't help me, ma'am. 
What the it's fuck? So complicated for no reason. For no fucking reason, man. Because with the, with the um, I mean, honestly, with my Android, if I like, I can get in with my thumbprint on my face. I can put in on my pin code. Put in <laughs> so many I choices. So many choices. I can put in um the little design, like it'll give me like the little dot, bunch mm-hmm, of dots. Mm-hmm, design. Mm-hmm. If my thumbprint fuck up, it's gonna say, okay, we'll use these dots. If that fuck up is gonna tell me to put in my little pin code. But the thing is, the worst thing that my Android can do is get a fever. And then I just turn it off and turn it back on. Restart that bitch and you right back in the game. Hold on. Hold on, John Paul. So what I'm hearing from y'all is the iPhone is better. Yes, yes, y'all. Y'all are correct. iPhone. Come on, fam. See, and this is the thing. Come it's on, like fam. they do that. They do come that on, kind come, of stuff. Come on, fam. You, you can't be getting that from what we're talking about right now. I couldn't use the damn thing for 10 days, fam. You cannot be talking about <laughs> Can't be talking about that shit's better. Also, man, Willie Chen said Android, Apple, definitely the same from a software hardware standpoint. They use the same chipset and same code. Um, that's true to a lot of you know in 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 most cases, but uh, I'm gonna tell you this from right 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 now. If I had to go on from a software standpoint, software, I gotta give it to Droid, dog. I gotta give it to Droid. This is the smartest it's motherfucking. Simple. This is the smartest fucking smartphone I've had in my life. <laughs> like straight up, I got. I'm using a, a a Pixel Seven Pro, and uh, this motherfucker holds for me. Like if I'm on hold put this bitch on hold for me and then the phone would like alert me to when somebody actually gets on the phone so I can talk I ain't got to sit there waiting for them to come to the phone um if I'm calling a business and you know you like you know hit one for you know for this hit two for this that shit will populate on my screen I ain't even got to wait for them to say everything boop if somebody calls me and I don't know who the fuck it is hit that shit on call screen and let me see what the hell they talking about before I decide if I'm going to answer the phone or not. And it transcribes that shit right here on my screen. You can't tell me the iPhone does any of that shit. None of it. None of it. It's team Android over here, baby. Always will be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I love y'all. I mean, I know a lot of y'all who listen to us here on the Spare Poor Podcast Network use iPhones to listen to us. And we love y'all. We do. <laughs> we do. We just want we just want better for y'all. That's all. <laughs> just want better for y'all. I love you. We just want that's better for y'all. <laughs> and that's the old lady in me. I'm old lady gang. I find it simple to use and I appreciate that. It's mm-hmm. not complicated at all. Hold it's on, not just a second, Cook. All right. Yeah. But, uh, yo, I feel good. I feel good, man. This feels, this feels right. It could be the alcohol, too, though. It could be the alcohol, too. It could be the alcohol, too. You know, but, um, so... Hey, fam, what you been up to? Like, like let's go on. Let's, let's get into you, fam. What you, what you been up to? You know, I, so a number of things. Um, I'm still a caregiver, still doing that. I'm mm-hmm. working um, after, what was it? 14 months. I took a 14 month hiatus from work and uh, I'm back now. 
which is I've got to adjust to that, you know, which is strange. Yeah. Um, the African American urge to take a nap in the middle of the day is very strong in me. Listen. I don't do that anymore. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. That was one thing about not working that I really thoroughly got into was my nap. Take them naps, man. Woo! I could take two. I could take two naps in a day, like. I became a professional napper. It was it was a thing. Are we then, washed uh, though? Are we washed? I mean, <laughs> I still got to take a nap before I go anywhere at night. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, I found out like well, this has been happening quite frequently uh, for me lately. Um. But I fall on Friday nights where like where I'm thinking I'm about to like well maybe I might you know stay up and get out and go, go do something right mm. nah that ain't happening that ain't happening I don't even stay up long enough for me to watch Love at the Lockup and that's my <laughs> shit I can't even get I can't stay up late enough to watch Love at the Lockup I'll be sitting I, I was on the couch last night having a drink I'm waiting for the Love at the Lockup and before I knew it Love at the Lockup was watching me. I'm just glad I got that shit on DVR. You know what I'm saying? So I can like, you know. <laughs> but DVR is your friend. You you got it. Like for honestly, for me, I, that's why I watch so many streaming services because mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna fall asleep. I know I'm gonna fall asleep. My friends will tell you like she gonna fall asleep. She sleep. Mm. There's a picture of me on the couch <laughs> that my wife took. And um, I'm watching the television. At least I'm thinking I'm watching TV. And uh, I'm clearly sleep like a motherfucker in this picture. Clearly. And every time she's like, why don't you just go to bed? Nah, nah, nah. I hear everything going on. I, I know what. <laughs> she's like, nigga, take your dumb ass to sleep. Go to it's, bed. Couch sleep is different from the bed sleep. It's, it is. Couch sleep is seductive. It is. Because. Like yeah, I'm sitting there, I'm watching. I'm like, couch. I, I love. Well, that's the thing too. Like, and I, at first I thought it was like because of the couch. I really think it's because of the type of work that I do, like and how <laughs> and the hours that I work. And that's why, like, when Friday night comes, my body is like, "Oh, we ain't gotta go nowhere tomorrow, nigga." Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Like mm -hmm. my body is on like shutdown, dog. Shut shut down. Like we've been running all week. We, we it, it's time. <laughs> it's time. Something about taking a nap and being on that couch, it just makes it so it's seductive, it's sexy. It just it works. It does. Because when you get into bed, that's like so final, you know. But being on the couch is like you can you're gonna you can roll over, maybe kind of hit a new spot, and then you're gonna wake up for a little bit, watch a little few more episodes mm -hmm. after you round it back mm -hmm. to the part you, you know you last remembered. And that's pretty much how it works. That's how, I mean, because I found myself doing that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is the last part I remember seeing, so I rewind to that point. And then that's where I pick it back up until I fall back to sleep again. That'd be and the thing, too. That'd be the thing, too. Like, don't don't try to pick up a show on, like, Netflix or, uh, like, Hulu or something like that. And you didn't start watching it and you fell asleep on the shit. And when you wake back up, you like three episodes down and you don't think like, wait a minute, what these niggas talking about? Like, and then you're like, oh shit, I done fell asleep on three whole ass episodes. Now I got to go back and watch all this shit over again so I can catch up on what they, uh, what they talking about. 
It's like reading a book and then your mind wanders. And so you have to go back to the part you remember last reading. Same premise. But the other Same. part, too, some of that shit starts seeping in your dreams when you sleep. Yes. Yes. Now, some of that yeah. shit, you'd be like, hold on, man. Why the fuck is Will Smith in my dream right now? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like, bro. Like, that's what's happening. But your dream, like, it's a part of your dream because you're in that state between being awake and being asleep. Yeah. Like, bro, I ain't oh, saying nothing yeah. about Jada, man. I, 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 as a matter of fact, I approve of your slap of Chris Rock, man. We are, we are allies. <laughs> we are. <laughs> We you are know, allies. <laughs> we get to talk about the slap because I felt like that was something between two grown ass men. I didn't even feel like no. I we we didn't that. get a chance to talk about that. No, we no, me and you, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So we can talk about it right now. No, I, I felt like Chris Rock is a grown ass man, and if he got something to say about it or he feels some type of way, he could call Will Smith. He got Will Smith number. He can reach out to that man. And he can say what he needs to say to him. We don't got to be involved. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and like um. You know, I, I spoke about it on the show and I still feel this way. Um, yo, man, like you're not going to be able to tell somebody who feels disrespected or that somebody that they love is being disrespected. You're not going to be able to police how they respond to said disrespect. That's just what it is. And if somebody decided that they wanted to say something greasy about my wife in front of me, yo, it might be a problem for you. That's just what it is. And I know some folks were like, yo, that's some, that's that toxic masculinity sort of thing. It's like, no, that's just like, yo, I'm I'm protecting those around me from being, you know, I, I look at it as a, as a form of protection. I'm not going to allow anybody that I love be dis, disrespected in front of me. And mm-hmm. at that moment, I feel like Will Smith felt like his wife was being disrespected in front of him and not just in front of him, but in front of millions and like you know there's a certain um there's a certain image that we have of will smith we always look at like will smith as like this like this really positive happy guy and at some point man you'd be like yo i'm not exactly that guy all the time and y'all got west philly will smith that's that's really what happened this is the same way that you might get south side span you might get <laughs> it might happen that way if you if you do that now, um, <laughs> and I'm I, I'm not I'm not the I'm not a gangster, but don't push me. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Don't push me. So, question. Yeah, being from the South Side, you watched that show South Side. I've seen a, a few episodes of. I love that show. I'm trying to get my boy Sherman on there. Like I, I hit up the the guy that uh, I hit him up on Twitter. I'm like, yo, man, my man Sherman been doing some real good work on the South Side. Y'all need to get him on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to my man Sherman Dilla, man, uh, six figure Dilla on TikTok. He's been on the show, man. Brother just got him a bus to do uh, Chicago historical tours uh, all over, the, like all over the city, man. The city is really embracing him. So proud of my brother. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. I've just watched um because they got a it's on HBO Max now. Mm-hmm. And when you mentioned it, I was like, Yeah, like, do you watch the South Side? I just enjoy that show. It's it's irreverent. I appreciate it. But no, I you know, and you know, one of the things, switching topics, I have a 16-year-old now. Mm, yeah, yeah. <sighs> These children are so not together. They're not or- They're so disorganized. And it's <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, 
That's another thing. When I'm not, you know, being podcast cook, I'm just a parent. Yeah. I'm just a parent. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. And um, dealing with that, dealing with her, it's funny because a lot of stuff, you know, that's important to her. I can remember going through it and I'm trying to tell her now, like, sweetie, it's not important. It's not going to be important. Yeah. Year or two. The same shit our parents used to try to tell us. You know, it, 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 in, in many ways, man, like that's another thing that like to be I, I joke about us being old now. Mm-hmm. But um, like I was thinking about that, like, yo, um, a lot of the things that you used to think were like super duper important when you were like in your early, like in your teens and shit. It's the end of the world. Like <laughs> so many things were the end of the world if it didn't happen your way when you was like 16, 17, 18 and shit. And um, like when you get some years behind you, you realize like, nah, that really wasn't as bad as you thought that was. And you grow and you learn from those things. Um, I mean, shit, I'm still learning those lessons now. Right. But, uh, you know, like, I, you know, my daughter's 19 mm-hmm. and, um, you know, so I'm not that far removed from, you know, like the, the new boyfriend and her being scared to like, yo, I mean, daddy cool and all, but, I don't know if you really want to like meet my daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you got to be important. Like to me, you got to be important to me if you gonna meet my daddy because my mm-hmm. daddy don't play. You know that's and I is weird though because um not, not here's the thing though um because like with my daughter I really was just on some um just make sure he treats you right more than mm-hmm. anything else like just make sure he treats you right. Um, if he treats you right and he respects you, um, then it, there should be no problems. But, um, you know, sometimes she don't know. <laughs> she like, I don't know if you're going to like him, daddy. Like, <laughs> cause she, listen right now at 19, she's dating some jokers. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Jokers. Yeah. All yeah. Niggas are straight up jokers. But see, she's got to wade through. And that's a good thing that she's not bringing the jokers to you. That is actually a good thing. I didn't meet their first boyfriend until she was graduating high school. That was the first. <laughs> like, I had heard his name. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so who is the little Dalen nigga? Like, what, what are you about? <laughs> Dylan, Dylan. That's Dylan, what I said. I'm like, is this what? <laughs> that's why I was, you know, teasing with her. I'm like, who is Dalen? Like, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. She's like, no, daddy is. And, uh, you know, he was real respectful. You know what I'm saying? When I met him, I'm like, okay, man, because, uh, you know, this is my heart right here. And uh, we don't want no issues, right? He's like, no, sir. No, sir. And he hit me with the no, sir. All right. All right. All right. And then it, it didn't help. that like my like So I started taking to my, 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 my daughter to the gun range with me. Mm-hmm. My baby started, like, she really wanted to, like, learn how to shoot. And, as she uh, should. As she should. Especially being my baby. So, um, I started taking her to the gun range with me and, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. That's all right. But I started taking her to the gun range with me and, uh, mostly it was because like, you know, same thing with my wife. Same thing with my wife. Hey, we've we been drinking. Come on now. So, it just came up and then I ate my little chips. Or whatever. <laughs> but, um, now I started taking my daughter to the gun range with me and I built her up. 
Cause like she's first, you know, she wanted, you know, I got, I got some 22s. I got some, I got some nines. I got some 40 cows. I got, you know, I got some 12 gauge. I got some, some AR 15s that shoot 223 and five, five, six. I got an MP five and my baby looking at all this shit like daddy, I, I don't want to, nothing to do with none of that big shit over there. What about these two over here? And <laughs> so, um, you know, I got her shooting like the nine and stuff and like she, you know, it wasn't that bad, right? I'm like, yeah. See, go ahead. Like, once you st- once you feel comfortable with that, then we'll see about you getting to some of this bigger stuff here, right? Mm-hmm. It got to a point, man. My daughter was like aching to shoot the AR-15. Well, a- all right. Aching to shoot it. Like, come on, daddy, can I shoot that one? I'm like, well, shit, hell yeah, you can. Because <laughs> now I'm in proud papa moment now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in proud papa mode. But the other part about it was this, because like uh she got to a point where she wanted one of her little girlfriends to come to the range with us mm-hmm. and uh you know ask her mom and stuff like that if that was okay and whatnot, like yo. And her friend wasn't as advanced as my daughter had become. So now my baby wanted to start showing off a little bit and she ain't hitting the targets the way the fuck she's supposed to. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, pipe that shit down. Do what I taught you. However, once she start posting that shit on social media, her little dude wasn't feeling comfortable. <laughs> he wasn't comfortable. He better not. He better don't. But uh, the, the, the other thing that I was kind of like, uh, kind of leaning them into was like, and I told her friend too, I said, well, listen, you're going to have some little dudes come y'all way who think he's going to be impressing y'all by taking y'all to the gun range and he going to maybe pull some big shit out and he going to want to put that in your hand and think that he doing something. Mm-hmm. By coming here with me on a regular basis, that sort of shit ain't gonna be impressing you no more. Mm-hmm. Step your game up, nigga. My daddy showed me that. Listen, my daddy showed me that. You gotta raise them so they're not easily impressed. There it is. You know, when some dude come through with the bare minimum, like that's basic. Like mm-hmm. I've been doing that since I was six, or you know, I was raised with that. You gotta definitely raise them to not be impressed. Easily Nigga, impressed. when was the last time you cleaned this rifle? Shit, this motherfucker dirt. <laughs> Why your shit jamming? Like <laughs> my daddy shit never jam. It's got oil on it and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. But uh, all that, all that. yeah, but uh. Yo, this feels good. This feels like I'm supposed to be here. Great. You know, so we're not going to blame it on the alcohol anymore. We're no, just going to be no. organic. This feels we're like I'm supposed to be organic. here. <laughs> I, I feel like I even sound good. Shout out to Rode with the Rode cast of mic in the in the in the in the mixer and shit that my wife. You got the official setup. I got the official that. setup. I got the headphones, you got, got the microphone. I got the whole Rode kit. Check me out. Check me out. Oh, I got the headphones, shit. I got the microphone, I got the mixer. Got the mixer in the bag. Girl, got, listen, you're ready to roll. You ready to rock and roll for real. Oh, as a gun owner would say, I'm locked, cocking, ready to rock. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But no, seriously, though, like before we get out of here, though, because like I said, we're not going to be doing super, super duper long ass episodes. But uh, before I get on up out of here, though, um, I know, like, people be talking about, like, check on your strong friends and all that other shit, man. Listen. <laughs> I only check on them if you're really concerned. Yeah. Only do that because sometimes you're going to check in on your strong friend. Strong friend ain't necessarily strong at that moment. And they're going to unload some shit on you. 
And you're not going to be ready for that. You're not going to be ready for it. And then when that friend finally does like, you know, reach out to you and they, they, they let it, they, they let it go. And then you're not there in the way that they need, they'll never reach out to you again. So I know people like it, it, it's cool to say these things online. We see, we see this shit all the time. I, it's something happened just recently. Um, I forget exactly what it was, but I kept seeing so. Uh, it was DJ Twitch when he. Uh, oh yeah, rest when, in peace. Rest in peace to DJ Twitch. DJ Twitch uh, committed suicide earlier this year, and all up and down my timeline, I kept seeing the same sentiment spread. You never know what people are going through. Check on your strong friend. You never know what people are going through. At a certain point, we just start saying shit to be saying shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, true enough. You don't know what people are going through. But even when you find out what they're going through, are you being kind to them when you find out what they're going through? Or are you just being nosy? Right? And so when someone's really going through some shit, and I'm saying this from experience now, but when someone's really and truly going through some shit, more often than not, they don't know who they can share any of that shit with. And this is why, like, now for me, I'm like, yo, um, I'm the biggest advocate for therapy. Because for me, it was a thing of I can talk to this person who isn't connected to me in any way. Doesn't know my family. Doesn't know my friends. And can just give me their unvarnished opinion about what it is that I'm talking about. Give me an unbiased opinion on how I could handle that situation and give me some tools as to how I can handle that. As opposed to listening to you who may have, you know, you might be my family, right? Mm-hmm. You might be family. I tell you some shit. And because you love me, you're invested in a certain outcome. Because you don't want to see me hurting. So you're going to say some shit to me that you think is helping, but it ain't. In fact, it might be doing the complete opposite. But you think you're helping. It's not that you have any uh, um, like ill intent or any of that. But it'll get to a point where at some point, like you'll get to... Um, Like, if I do say something to you, I might regret it later. Right? And nobody wants to get to a point where, like, yo, I told you this thing in confidence, and now I don't like how you're handling this thing that I told you. Mm -hmm. And now I regret telling you anything. No one wants to be in that space with the people that they love. So I am the biggest advocate now for therapy talking to someone who is disassociated from everything that you got going on getting the right one but also not necessarily being invested in you in the same way your family or your friends may be because your family and your friends have a certain motivation and that's their love for you so um yeah i'll close out on on that as far as my feelings with that but uh cook did you have anything that you wanted to kind of let folks know about before we get on up out of here 
Yeah, you can always catch me occasionally dropping a new episode. <laughs> <laughs> the network, the network, been like kind of shit. We got some, we got to clean up the cobwebs and shit around. <laughs> we got to clean up no. the do, but we good, we good, we good. But I did put out an episode last month. It was uh, me mm-hmm. and uh, Capital Athena, the girl who does my theme songs. We did a which verse. are dope, which are fucking dope. Thank you, thank you. Look, I, that's one thing she called me the DJ Khaled of this shit. She's like, I'm, a, I'm. A, she called me a real producer, and I felt, you know, I felt that. Like, I felt really, I felt good about that because mm-hmm. I really do be producing them songs. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we did a versus battle. I encourage you all to listen to that episode. It was really dope. We had a really good time doing it. And it took us back down memory lane. And we had some really good um, mix-ups or some good battles. And um, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad that you're, you're, you know, you have a new perspective. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out in 2023. And um, you are my brother. You know, I'm, I look forward to having more conversations with you. You know, like I said, I believe in you as a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. That is one of the, if, if you're not familiar, that is one of the highest endorsement that you can get from my sister cook okay <laughs> no. be handing out, she don't be handing out. that shit out to nobody mm-hmm. man so i pre- i appreciate no. you sister thank you <laughs> no seriously thank you um no but for real um like i said man i appreciate everybody who's reached out i appreciate everybody who like you know kept an ear to it like yo span when you coming back yo we gonna be here when you get back you know what i'm saying like that shit that sort of shit means something bruh like yes. I don't, I, I really don't know how much y'all know, how much that shit means, when especially like you know, you know this isn't like the biggest podcast platform in the world, man, and you know we don't get a shit ton of fucking feedback here, and I don't sell a whole lot of t-shirts, but like yo, when your people are like yo, when you coming back, man, I, I really want to hear your perspective on this. I really was like like yo the streets need you nigga like when when you gonna say this like i know you got something to say about this nigga like like when (laughs) when you get those messages man like people like yo i really want to hear what you think about that that they care what you think about it um that means a lot that means a lot and uh i appreciate everyone who has reached out uh not only like on you know like on on a regular social media shit but like i said everybody who reached out privately and we're just like, yo, man, I'm concerned. Are you okay? You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. I love you from the bottom of my motherfucking heart, man. For real. Cause uh, like I told y'all before, um, I was I was in a bad space. A really bad space. And um, I'm coming out of that. And um, it feels good to be right back here on this mic talking with y'all in a way in which we used to talk. And uh we're gonna be doing this a little bit more, uh, going in twenty twenty three and going forward. But uh Thank y'all so much. Uh, before we get out of here, because we still do have a hotline and shit. Y'all can still leave voicemails and shit. Let me pull that thing up so y'all can, you know, do that. But uh, I'm out of practice, man. Y'all, 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 bear with me. Bear with me. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So, uh, yo, the hotline is there area code 313-288-0485. This area code 313-288-0485. Leave those voicemail messages. Of course, 
those voicemails will get played here live on the show and we'll respond to those voicemails here on the show. Uh, you can also email us here at feedback at the That does not change. Uh, that's feedback at the Go ahead and leave those emails. And of course, those emails will get read here and reply to here live on the show as well. Go to our website at www. Not nah, don't go to the website. The website is still fucked. <laughs> we are still, I, I, I got some things that I got to do with the website. Um, it's 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 a thing. I'm just glad to be able to publish from the website right now. But like, yeah. So 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 fuck the website. Fuck the website. But call the call the hotline and leave the voice <laughs> and leave the emails. But fuck the website right now. The website is, is, is I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> oh man. I'm just glad we can publish on the website right now for real. But uh, yo you man. Guys, thing on the website. Hey man, the website been like it's it's. I told we we gonna wrap offline, but <laughs> we gonna wrap offline. But yo, again, I appreciate everybody, and I, I hope to hear from you guys again soon. I hope to talk to you guys again real soon. But until next time, fam, peace. All right. All righty. All righty. All righty. That is done. Let me-